following contains adult content and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. We have to use so many customers. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. And now, live <laughs> from the Chili Pepper Podcasting Studios, it's The Legal Dispute with Lenny and Paul. Hey, 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 everybody. I hope you had a great week out there this last week. Another week of headlines, another week of um, politicians and leaders of government doing, uh, how do I say this correctly? Stupid things. <laughs> so we're going to talk about one really quick that uh, that really kind of led the headlines this week. And whether you are right, left, liberal, conservative, I don't really care, which is something that I try to make sure that I, that I get across on this show. And, and Lenny's pretty good about giving me my, my ability to do that. But, you know, following Governor Cuomo and uh, the it's New York McDonald's. scandal, it's disturbing at the least. So I was doing some research yesterday. So his second harassment claim has now come out by Charlotte Bennett, who was an executive assistant to to the health policy advisor for Cuomo's administration. He would approach her and ask questions like, do you believe in monogamy? Um, have you ever had sex with an older man? So, I mean, those are things, you know, when I was in the workplace that were very commonplace. But the bigger, I got, not bigger, the equally as alarming story is this story uh, of the nursing homes. And what they're being, what he, he's being investigated for now is that he knowingly sent elderly people back into nursing homes that had been released from the hospital. So you already had a hotbed of COVID activity in these nursing homes. And he basically had given the order on March 25th that required nursing homes to accept COVID-19 patients that had been released from the hospital back into the nursing homes, which on its face value, when you just read that, you go, what? I mean, why? That sounds so dumb. He didn't listen to what people around him were saying. And his aide, Melissa DeRose, basically said that there were two requests for information on the decision that was made on March 25th, one from the state uh, legislature and then one from the Department of Justice. They basically, and the word that she used was that they froze based on these inquiries and they chose not to share them with the state and they chose to cooperate with the DOJ. What's protocol? I have no idea. Federal over state, whatever. But that was the, that was the quote that Melissa DeRose that, that started to make all of these issues come around. In May, Como's administration blocked nursing homes from rejecting residents based solely on confirmed diagnosis, which <laughs> that that again, that statement, I was like, what? You have a confirmed diagnosis, but you're telling the nursing homes they still have to take them in when the thing was running rampant. And by May, there were headlines everywhere that New York was the epicenter of this thing uh, in the United States. Uh, they said that he had made threats and everything else. I couldn't find anything to that effect in, in any of the any things that I that I that I researched. But the one thing that I did find, which I thought was really interesting, is there is a guy named Dennis Nash who's, and I'm going to screw this word up, Aji, so forgive me. He's an epidemiologist. Epidemiologist. Thank you very much. And the executive director of CU New York Institute of uh, Implementation Science in Population Health. And one of the comments that he came out with was, the key consideration here is a question of what of what he said, what if the two what if questions, 
Did they cause more deaths because of the policy? And if they hadn't done it, then what would have happened? But what he was really, really put back by was that they didn't leverage any of the scientific data or any scientists to make these decisions. And Len, you have been very outspoken on, you know, follow the science. What does the science tell you? So here's a governor that was on the forefront and he was on the headlines every week screaming, everybody's screwing this thing up, everybody's screwing this thing up. And now we're finding out he didn't even use some of his own scientists to help him make some life and death decisions as to what he was doing in in New York. So as I go through this, I'm not a fan of Como's. I've never been a fan of Como's. I have always thought the guy was more of an ego than anything else. And I've said that to Leonard a couple of times uh, here on the, on the on the podcast. And before all this came out, I, I wasn't a fan of Como's. But here's a guy to me that liked being in the news, liked being in the headlines, liked making headlines. But now all of a sudden you, you, you pull the curtain back and you go, dude, this is a train wreck. I mean, this is, I'm not sure how between the harassment charges now and then what's going on with the COVID investigation and some of these decisions that he made. And now he's going out and defending the decisions, which is interesting to me because if I was his attorney or if I was his friend, I'd be like, dude, Ixnay on the Ovid say, I, I, I mean, I would not, I would not be touching that, you know, with a 10 foot pole. So that was everything that, that I reached And then the last thing, excuse me, the one piece of information that they had held back was that they under, underestimated the amount of nursing home deaths by almost 50%. And they knowingly did that, which is just, you know, Leonard, you've said that's criminal. I, I, I don't know if it's criminal. It's, it's ethically miss. It's ethically a problem, but if it verges into criminal, then let it go there. I mean, it, it is what I would say. Well, to, cl- to clarify what's criminal is when you fraudulently put something on paper and, and, and sign your name to that and give it to a government agency, right. it becomes a, a criminal Act at that point because you're committing a crime and knowingly committing a crime. So I don't know if he uh, specifically signed something and 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 said this is what it is, or if he's on TV and saying it might not be a crime at that point in time. I've, I've he for sure was on TV during this time, uh, well, quoting numbers. Well, here's where so whether he signed it or not. I mean, I hear where I think the- here's where I th- part of it is going to sound like I'm I'm defending him. I'm not in a certain area. I mean, first of all, the, don't. The, the, the big part of it, that I have to, uh, on some why? parts though, I'm going to tell you why. All right. You start off with, do you believe in monogamy? <laughs> well, first of all, have you ever had sex with an older man? Let's, let's, let's two, two, I'm here for two, the gangbang. <laughs> two different things. I'm just trying to figure out which one are you going to do. I thought you were going to do the, the grandma, the, grandma, I know you're feeling okay. We're going to take you back to the home now, grandma. So you're <laughs> I thought you were going to do the airplane. I've never (laughs) spent time in a Turkish prison. No, here's the deal. You have a pandemic and you're in the middle of the epicenter of it. And you're in New York, which is people living on top of uh, people out there. Anyway, I can't imagine the job that he had at that point. I thought when I was watching him on TV that he was doing a good job of coming on and explaining things. The other part of it when I'm watching him every day is when you're out there every day in front of the media and you're not only is he getting the media from New York, he was getting national Mm -hmm. media. You got to watch for the downfall of that. In other words, now you become a bigger target. It's just like when you run for president or you run for a high office, you're asking for it for things to come out eventually. I mean, it doesn't surprise me things are coming out now 
because he was on TV every day. So either you liked him and which I liked a lot of things he was doing at that time, or you hated him because you thought he was egotistical like you did because you said he's on TV all the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and he, and he seemed to like that spotlight. And instead of letting his, uh, and I thought our governor, as you guys know, I'm friends with this governor of our state in Colorado. I thought he did a great job because he came on maybe once a week, mm-hmm. but he focused and he answered questions, some on the phone, some, they didn't have really an audience, but he tried to answer questions, but he really relied on his experts to come on public, you know, whether it's Facebook live or whatever, and they were explaining it and he stepped away from the microphone. Come on, never stepped away from the microphone. And I think that's part of what we're going to see if there's a downfall of him is his downfall is he never shied away from a camera or microphone during this whole pandemic thing when he probably should have been letting his experts do more of the work. But I think he wanted the spotlight. That's going to be the downfall. The problem, the first issue is the sexual harassment's part of it. Anytime there's sexual harassment, you got to see who's making the sexual harassment, what's their connection and why. When the second one came out, then I'm starting to think, uh uh-oh. Okay, because the first one I didn't read that much about. I don't know who it is. I don't know. He wanted to play strip poker with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then the second one comes out. Now you've got a problem. I think that's going to be his biggest problem going forward is these harassment claims. Because you got to deal with the Me Too movement. You got to deal with something that the Democrats have been jumping on, you know, whether it was Kavanaugh, whether it was uh, Donald Trump himself, you know, they've been jumping all over these accusations. And now you're going to stand up and you're going to say two people that were close to you in your administration are now saying similar things. That becomes a problem. It's it's a scary thing we're in now because accusations become almost like guilty signs um, when it comes to these things. And, you know, as a defense, a criminal defense attorney, I'm always, well, let's listen to the the why, if, how and when and who's making the claims and then make decisions there. But when you have more than one, it starts to add up for you. I, I, yeah, and I, I agree. Where there starts to be smoke, I, I hate to see what's behind it. Right. Um, I don't think it'll stop it, too. I think that we'll gradually hear more. But And you might, and then then it becomes a bigger problem, bigger problem, and bigger problem. Yep. But, you know, are they jumping out now because he's being attacked on the other side? It, yes. It's a question of why why now. Because now he looks vulnerable. Now he looks vulnerable. I mean, you got to, I mean, keep, Como was... King of the world. Yeah, I mean, he's the big, <laughs> biggest political figure in New York, obviously, but but nationally, you know, he was he, he was he was rising through the ranks. So all of a sudden, here's these young people, you know, that are sitting in the office, and they're like, "Do I want to throw a rock at him?" Right. I mean, you know, I don't want to throw a rock at him. But now, all of a sudden, this COVID thing comes out. Now, maybe you know, those young people felt uh, comfortable enough to go, you know what? Uh, while you're might looking listen. at that. Uh, I want to look at this too. But here's the th- here's the funny thing about the nursing home thing. First of all, he's not the only governor that ordered nursing homes to doesn't accept. Make, doesn't make it right. No, yeah. no, I'm not what saying it, it makes it right. Doesn't make it right. Then, what's, then, what's your, then what's your point? My point is that they're coming after him for doing it. They're I not. Going, they're coming after him because he lied about it. Well, multiple times. He, this is not. No, 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 no. Yes, they're, yes, yes, yes. Leonard, they're this, coming yes, back yes, at yes. him for. Uh, you got to understand his situation too. He had hospitals that were full, right? What is where is he going to put these? Not back in a hotbed of COVID. Well, I, I'm not saying that. <laughs> in a garage, this in was a, that was in an abandoned swimming pool. Paul, you get one of your storage units. Uh, yeah, Paul, you know. They were doing this in all the state. They were doing this in almost every state. 
they had no what when they were filling up the hospitals states or counties that were full with hospitals counties in alabama counties in florida that had nowhere else to go they had to put them somewhere so where do you put them because they were recovering from covid they had passed the 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 dangerous spot so they had nowhere to put them i'm not saying it makes it right but the reason why they're coming after him is because he was on TV all the time talking about it. No, 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 no. Yeah. They're coming after him because he lied. Because he lied to the state. Because he lied to the people. He said he wasn't doing it when he was doing it. So if there's other states out there that were doing it, and I guess they were transparent about okay, well, and it's not that it's okay, but okay, we knew that that decision was made. He lied about it. And then he chose to send certain information that was not honest to the DOJ and to uh, to his own legislature. I'm just talking about I'm taking this step by step. I'm just talking about the first part of this, and that is sending people back. And I'm not saying it was right. It to was do a bad it. decision. You can't really and, defend it. What I'm saying is he's not the only one that was making that decision. If, if you're going to hold him just responsible for that one issue, yes. then you have to look at everybody that was sending it back. And the second issue then is lying about it. If they have proof that he lied about it and they have it, then that, yeah, then it becomes that secondary issue and they need to, they need to do a thorough investigation and call him out on it. What that means, I don't know, impeachment of him. The Brooklyn U.S. attorney and the FBI are investigating the issues and right now. They should, right? Right. Absolutely. I, I think they should. And if he's lying to government officials, he should be treated the way they treated Roger Stone or Flynn, who mm-hmm. lied to mm-hmm. government officials and be treated the same. On the human side, though, Len, he also lied by extension to the families of these old people that he was sending back to certain death. And I think you have to account for that, too. I it's th- not just he lied to government officials. How, he how ended up you- lying to the patients, the patient's families, the patient's health care providers, and all of them were affected. They were I don't swept know, how, under a rug. How do, you, how do you lie? I mean, like if you're in a hospital with COVID. He did not make the situation public enough so that people knew what was going on. He hid it under the rug and then he lied about it. Well, I think who he lied to, I'm guessing who he would have lied to is healthy people in nursing homes. Like if if my mother was in a nursing home or Mary Kay was in Mm -hmm. a nursing home and she didn't have covid and they were sending patients back with covid, I would be outraged that my mother was put in a situation like that. I think it's more the I think it's more the other way. I think that from what I read, the people were treated for COVID in a hospital. They were released from COVID. They were released from the hospital when their symptoms started to die down. Right. They were and then they were forced back into the nursing homes where the COVID was running rampant again. You sat there and you we're, 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 uh, so I'm confused. Like what what else was he supposed to do with these patients at this? Len, I don't and, and that's a great question because. I, I'm not quite sure what that answer is, but I know that I'd like to believe that if I was the governor, the one thing I wouldn't do is send them back there. I wouldn't send so them. I wouldn't send I, them back because I would risk infecting non-COVID people in the nursing, which is what happened. Right. So, do you, as a leader, as a governor, sit there and say, "Okay, do you take nursing homes and you clear out nursing home A, and uh, because that one's got COVID in it, and and I'm going to send those people all to nursing home B and and that's going to be Could all the you COVID. Do that because most of them are privately owned. I have no I idea. I, I have know. no idea. I mean, there needed to be a greater level of thought than I'm mandating send them back. That's and and then the piece that that still really pisses me off is he knew what he was doing. 
and he chose not to be transparent about it and not to be public about it. And you know, that, that's my biggest. Andres, that's my biggest issue. If with I him. was, if if I was a citizen of New York and my mother or father got treated, then got sent back, I would be beyond. See, but that would, I don't know what else. Uh, that scenario, that that example, you you and Andre just gave that patient that has COVID. We know now is probably. Immune the for is the safest, right, Odge? Yeah, because the, they have the antibodies in their body. But for the a problem while. is, but, but the other, it's problem, the other patients that you have to be afraid of. If they're still test positive, then you're going to affect the healthy patient. And the thing that they also brought up were some of the patients were asymptomatic, so they yeah, were sending them back up, and they were asymptomatic, and so they were still going back in and spreading. And none of this, none of this was tested. And and so anyway, Len, I go ahead, go ahead. Again, my point was. You got hospitals that were at over 100% capacity. You had someone who's no longer at risk of dying, I'm guessing, but still had COVID. And they either go home to their healthy family, which that's that's a mess, right? Because you got kids, grandkids, and then they spread it to other people. Or you keep them in the hospital, but you can't because there's no beds. What choices do you have but to say you have to go back to the nursing home? I'm guessing in early March or April or May, they had no other alternative. The biggest problem I think he has, and and where I agree with you, is he comes on news every day at noon. I, I watched it. I was at home, quarantine. I turned it on. He's on CNN, Fox. He was on it, all of them. And he's acting like he's transparent. And I think when you're acting like you're transparent and you might not be transparent, that's when it's going to come back to bite you. And I Absolutely. Think that's, that's, that's the big issue. I don't know if I have a big issue. Of, and we talked about this early on. If you're a governor, even the president of the United States, and this is going on, and it hits you like in March and April like that, and you have hospitals at 100% capacity, unless you had a plan that was laid out, which they said Bush did it years, Obama did it, and they threw it out. But I'm talking from a governor standpoint, what do you do? I mean, you have to act the best you can for your citizens. I don't know if there's proof he did He he did it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I think I, there is proof. I, proof the one thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to Andre here in a second. Len, the one thing I do is is I would absolutely, you know, again, and I know that 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 uh, we've talked about this before. I certainly would have been talking to an end epi, epi, epidemiologist. Thank you very much, or someone like that before I made a decision like that to say, "Here's what I'm going to do." And then, if I was wrong, I certainly wouldn't lie about it, Andre. Well, Len, you say, "Well, what are you going to do?" I mean, you have this big problem. I think to say that he didn't have any other options is to use what the 9-11 commission uses to say is a lack of imagination. For instance, you mentioned specifically the April, May COVID spike in New York. This is from CNBC Dateline, April 17th, 2020 U S Navy hospital ship, the U S N S comfort, right? 500 beds sitting in the port of New York. You know how many beds were filled up? 71, 90% of that ship was empty. Now, you're going to tell me that there weren't other options. There weren't empty places that he could have set up some sort of facility. That's letting him off. I'm telling you, I don't know. What I'm saying is if if the beds were full at the hospitals, where do you send him at that? He had no idea that that they really thought they were going to fill up those ships. 
with, with he turned the ships away. Yeah, he said, "Go home because uh, yeah. yep, he, he said, "Yep, he said he turned those ships away." Yeah, and it was on, on the news for two days I, that he I, said, "I don't know about that, I, that I, ship." Was, no, he asked for the ships. He asked he, for facilities. Leonard, go look it up. He, he asked turned, for he masks. turned he the for, ship away. That's not what I was watching when he, I was watching him okay. on TV. He was well, asking we were watching for him this. on CNN, and this is the other problem with Como. You got Governor Meatball and his little baby brother, the supposed bodybuilder. Now, Chris Como, if you want to talk about vanity and guys who are going to get blown up by their own ego, Chris Como can kick the shit out of his brother's ego, okay? And that's the problem, is that not only was he on the news, Len, but he was on a news network with his baby brother, and to this oh, day, they I won't mean, even let him cover it. They won't even I let mean, CNN Andre, between the hours Andre, he's on Andre, the air. Andre, they can't let him cover they, it. They told him not to cover yeah, they it. Can't, he can't touch and, it. And oh, he begged it, them. It, to, it, whether oh, it's don't his, let me. His brother has a show for for one hour on CNN for a whole network. Their if highest rated show, by talk, the way. I mean, who are all the slacks at Fox, you know, when it comes to there, it, it, uh, Donald Jr. This is for CNN. We're just uh, talking Donald about Jr.'s ex. Not us, them. Not us, them, Len. Yeah. Just, just talk about CNN. And no, he, Como. well, you got to be fair about it. You can't just well, throw I, accusations. I, I, he's, not throwing an accusation. he's not throwing and an so accusation. Len, Len, do you like Chris Como? Do you, like, do you guys Andre, like him? Andre, no, I don't like him. I've never liked him. But, but Andre and Leonard Len said this last week, and Leonard's, Leonard's 100% correct. The minute the accusations were out there, CNN sat down with Como and said, you no longer are going to talk about your brother. He's in hot yes. water and you will shut up and legally we will not let you have a conversation with him. Does he want to have a conversation with him? Of course he does, because he probably wants to do something to try and take this pressure off of his brother. But at the end of the day, whether it's Fox, whether it's BBC or whether it's CNN, when you have someone who's associated with the person that's being accused, you have to, as a network, say you're out, right. you're done. You right. can't talk about it's it. It's not Chris Como's fault. His brother might have screwed up. No, but it's his fault. He's a douchebag. No. Well, that's okay. But oh, well, that's, okay. That's, so that's not, not going to hold up. Yeah, yeah, you can't use that. Yeah. Okay. Well, did you guys hear about how Joe Rogan exposed him for lifting fake lifts? Like, like Chris Como is the type well, of guy. First he goes of all, on Instagram. Joe Rogan is an issue. Himself. This isn't us versus them. Okay, this is proven. Joe Rogan <laughs> Joe caught Chris Rogan. Como doing these little Instagram hype videos where he's doing these super flex lift things. And a professional bodybuilder was on Joe Rogan's podcast and said, "No, no, no, no. He would have to be the strongest man in the world." Ask, ask. Uh, Ask Carlos Mancini about Joe Rogan. Yeah. We'll see where we go with that. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan was on the right side of that, dude. Yeah, but he's a joke stealer. Yeah, that's Carlos Mancini. Stealer. No, Mancini is. He was the ultimate joke stealer. Oh my don't God. be dissing Carlos Mancini. Yeah, Are you guys kidding me? Oh, we've no. seen him live several times. Carlos Mancini. He is the worst thing that happened. Anyway, oh, comedy. Oh, All right, back to Como. Yeah. Oh, here we back go. Back to the government yeah. meatball. There you go. So I don't know where this goes or what the fallout will be. What brings him down first? The sexual I think thing that's the biggest the, issue. Probably the, the sexual. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and disagree. I think it's the COVID. I think it's I think it's the fact that someone's gonna investigate and if Look, it's if it's the Brooklyn if it's the Brooklyn wait, DA or whoever here, the here, DOJ and they find out that he was falsifying records and possibly put people in jeopardy, then I think that's you know that that's gonna be a huge story. Yeah, falsifying records is a problem, no doubt about it. I think they, I think that's already admitted. But when you were talking about the handling of COVID, 
especially in the early parts. I mean, you're opening the can of worms for a lot of people to be investigated on the mm-hmm. way they handled COVID and lying about it, and lying about and data, and, and lying about the science. But that's and the lying about you're, you. You, you got to differentiate. But Len, just to hear me out for one second. Every governor had to deal with different issues in every state. And right. I totally well, get that. New York is I, the, was the worst. Would you I, agree? Yes. Okay. And I fully said, I mean, I fully uh, admit that the conversation that you and I had one day was I would not want to be the governor of one of these states because no. they are dealing with unknown. They are dealing with things that, that no governor has ever had to deal with before. I don't care if it's 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 newsome. Everyone had to, to take the data and deal with it the way that they felt was the right way for them to deal with it. Now a year gone, if a year since, um, since the outbreak was reported and started and the NBA shut down and the world the world stopped, you know, we're approaching that date quickly here on March 23rd, I think it was. But I think that from that standpoint, Como did whatever Como did. The issue that I have is now, as this comes out, the lack of transparency, decisions that he made that he's asked people to cover up that he has lied about numbers. That's so I want to separate the two. There's a, you're right. They had to deal with a, an, an enormous amount of shit. And I get that. I fully understand that. Don't lie to me. Don't well, lie about the results. Don't lie to the are, state. Are you telling me the governor of Florida? Who, I don't know. Who, who, I don't know. Who, who, it hasn't come out. They, I don't know. They, what, what do you mean it hasn't come out? They fired the lady that was calling out. I, I read them, the article. Calling them out I read for the not telling the truth about the COVID death. Is the DOJ investigating? And they fired her. And then they went into her DOJ house. DOJ investigating him. This is what I'm saying. There's going to be a lot of DOJ. Jay you don't know, Len. You yes, don't know. They, they should be investigated. Should they be in our house. I, Len, I read the article. Her. I got it. I, got I, I it. mean, in Arizona, I mean, we're talking about Arizona, the way they lied about the deaths and, the, and Texas and so forth. I mean, what I'm saying is what's going to bring him down is probably the accusations of sexual assault for several reasons. A, because he's a Democrat and this is what the Democrats have been pushing the uh, more of the me too movement and and b i think once you have more than one come out then you're starting to see consistency there pattern but when it comes to this whole covid and how they responded and what they did during this time i, I just don't think that's going to be the one that catches him i think what hurts him is that he was on tv all the time wanting the camera on him and now you want the camera off well it's too late you put that camera on you during the bad time or when you thought you were becoming a superstar, now that the, the, you've had some bad times and some bad reports, that camera doesn't just shut off when you want it to shut off. I think in politics, a lot of people learn that the hard way. You're hoping for all this attention until the attention turns bad. Right. And then you don't right. want it anymore. And that's what's probably going to hurt him. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. That was that, that was good stuff. Uh, we will be right back. We've got uh, local high school coach Jeremy Bennett joining us to talk about CTE and a few other things. And we will be right right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 